Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to the show on this beautiful Friday morning. The weekend is almost here, but we have four fantastic hours of programming for you uh, before we head off into the weekend. We've got some interesting topics coming in today in What the Health we're looking into this article that we that we found recently about uh, the power of naps or the danger of napping. We've got a, a an expert, a sleep expert, joining us from the University of Arizona to talk about naps and if they're actually really bad for you. Uh, I hope not because I need them and I live by them. These hours are wild and I need my naps. Uh, so we're going to find out about that during today's show. Also, uh, we're going to be talking to Dr. James Simmons. A little bit later on, talking about a possible cognitive decline linked to uh, some of your favorite foods. I want to say hot dogs. High on that (gasps) list. I love hot dogs. Makes me nervous. Is it going to make me lose my mind, though? Yeah. Uh, He's got an update on that and what the health for us as well. And then here, we're going to kick things off in just a few minutes with the most expensive egg McMuffin you've ever met in your life. Fine, I'll pay it. Find out why. This egg McMuffin costs nearly a thousand dollars. Fine. It's wild. Fine, the I want to know and I'll pay it. Insane. You do love McDonald's. I love as it. As do I. You know what I like? Hmm. Here's my order usually. Whenever I travel early and if there's nothing else open but McDonald's, I'll get uh, two of the little breakfast burritos with salsa, and then I'll also get a McGriddle, a sausage, egg, and treat oh cheese my God, McGriddle because it tastes like maple. McGriddles, I know. They're like crack. They're I so know. good. And then, of course, one hash brown and an Have orange to. juice. Delicious. So, that's um, my order. Well, I'm on day seven of this cleanse, Uh-oh. which means I can eat tomorrow, but I would like to say it's all been worth it. Today is the single release for hand sauce. Super exciting. And so you can get it where you can get your music, Spotify, iTunes. I'm very excited for everybody to hear it. So As we just look up Michaela Gordon and we'll see it pop up. That's hands right. Off. Hands off. Hands off. I'm so excited. Off the debut album Vivian. Get your hands on a copy of yeah. Hands Off. That's right, babe. That's a that's a that's a marketing campaign slogan for I you. Li- and then go get a Mick Kayla sandwich. Oh wow, that's Whoa. we gotta workshop yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I heard that. How about some news on the beat? Okay. A Utah school district has removed fifty-two books from its library shelves due to parent complaints mainly concerning LGBTQ-focused material. A spokesperson for Alpine School District tells the Salt Lake Tribune that the district has temporarily pulled the books pending further review. Another 32 books have also been flagged for investigation. In response to the group's efforts, Utah lawmakers passed HB 374, which requires 
public K-12 schools to remove books containing a pornographic or indecent material. Alpine's Stevenson says the district is creating a policy to review the 52 books that will be based on HB 374. Once the district's policy has been established, the books will be reviewed and a decision will be made as to whether they will be returned to library shelves. What are you supposed to do if there isn't pornography in books anymore? I don't know. I'd be depressed. Oh, my gosh. Their idea of pornography is like this little boy uh, has a crush on a boy, and then they burn the book. Yeah. Like, they're they're very, whatever. Yeah, it's true. All right, let's get into a little weather. 98 in Vegas today, a high of 106 in Palm Springs, 89 in Houston, a high of 88 in Miami, a high of 67 in San Francisco, no surprise there. A high of 82 in Buffalo, uh, 108 in La Quinta, and 101 in Dallas. You know what I love about San Francisco? They always find their way back to the same temperature. Yeah, the most consistent people I've ever met. <laughs> okay, give us a vibe. Uh, on, in honor of your big day, one of your icons uh, has a really nice vibe for us. This comes from Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly. If you don't like the road you're walking, start paving another one, which is exactly what you're doing with this single leading up to your album, Vivian. So proud of you. Uh, go buy a copy, hands off, available wherever you buy your music. Today, support Michaela Gordon, or just find it on Spotify and put it on repeat, and then even if you don't want to listen to it, turn the volume down like my husband uh-huh. does. Uh-huh, Emil's my biggest fan. You had a single come out last year, and he played that song for a week <laughs> nonstop on our, on our Amazon Echo, and we only listened to it twice because, you know, whatever. no, we listened to it a lot. We had dance parties in our house. Uh, that was Cry Love. But yeah. This one, Hands Off. Uh, you like the, the two-word titles. I do. Yeah, I like it. I, like I it. do. I like it for you. Thanks, uh, babe. Also, here's something really cool. Another artist. From one artist to another, another icon, Ben Platt. He's taking his tour, uh, his largest uh, tour ever across the country, and you can be a part of it. All you have to do is head over to wearechannelq.com for your chance to win round-trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay, two gift cards, and two VIP tickets. It's too good to be true, except okay. for it is true. This is all taking place in Orlando October 6th. Again, we are channelq.com. Enter for your chance to win. Amen. All right, coming up, we're talking ridiculous fines. A passenger was fined over $1,000 after two undeclared McMuffins were found in the luggage. Find out why you could be next. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. How about this? I love McDonald's as much as the next guy. There's something about getting a Big Mac and fries or a McDonald's Ugh. breakfast that Yum. just brings me back to my childhood. It also brings me indigestion and gas, but that's neither here it's nor there, right? <laughs> but it's so worth it every now and then. But would you pay nearly $1,000 for an egg McMuffin? One passenger uh, was asked to do just that while they were traveling back from Bali, Indonesia to Australia. The unnamed traveler was handed a fine of $1,874 for two undeclared egg and beef sausage McMuffins and a ham croissant. Uh, They were both found in luggage after arriving uh, in Australia last week. This is interesting because the incident came just days after Australian authorities brought in tough new uh, biosecurity rules after a foot and mouth disease outbreak in Indonesia spread to Bali, which is very popular. It's Bali to Australia is sort of what Mexico and Hawaii are to Americans. Like, it's where they go to travel. When we were Got in it. Bali, it was like everybody there was Australian or Russian. Oh, right? wow. They're all from that part of the world. 
Um, so they're cracking down. They don't want to bring diseases in. But to get charged $1,800 for a couple of Egg McMuffins seems a little bit ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's rough. I mean, looking at the story firsthand, I'm like, that's crazy. That's way too expensive. Um, but it does say that the disease, the disease can be carried by live animals and meat and dairy products, as well as on the clothing, footwear, or even luggage of people who've come into contact with these infected animals. So they're, like, really locking down. But it doesn't say if the passengers knew that—I mean, I'm sure that they knew that it was in there, mm. but if they just forgot. You know when you do, like, you're full and you're just putting things in your—I've done that so many times. They've opened— my bag and there's a water bottle. How many times have we said don't carry water? I mean, that's a hefty fine. Well, experts have estimated that if there were an outbreak in Australia of this uh, this this disease that they are talking about trying to keep coming from um, Indonesia, that it would have an $80 billion impact on the economy, which means a lot of jobs. Wow. A lot of farmers. They, 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 there's a lot of beef exports coming out of Australia. It's a major farming nation, uh, cattle farming especially. They're known for their, their beef, their steaks. And this could cripple their entire economy. So I understand. I just feel sorry Two for the Two egg McMuffins could take the entire place of the Australia entire, down. entire island nation of Australia could I've down. underestimated McDonald's. I, well, I know, right? Wow. Um, well, they're no longer in, in Russia. They're remember, not. Remember how they took them down once once they invaded Ukraine, they shut down every McDonald's in Russia. <laughs> They've rebranded them and and call them something else completely now. Got it. So Good. Uh, Good. Yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah, you can definitely get fined for a lot of things. Um, taking a, we found out we were trying to take um, uh, what are they called? The smoke bombs, multicolored smoke bombs down to Mexico. Oh, so right. we could do this really cool photo. Uh, with our wedding party. Well, it turns out they're also really terrible for the environment. They can lead to, like, fires. But also, they're, con- they're considered, like, an explosive, like a weapon. And had we taken them on the plane with us and been busted, we could have gone to prison. So, like, not only could you be fined for things, you could end up behind bars if you take the wrong thing into the wrong country. It's why they always ask you, like, you come back to the United States, they ask if you, you brought any food or produce with you. Yeah. You're not allowed to bring produce in. I remember one time I was really young. I was, like, 20, and I was smoking cigarettes at the time. And I was leaving one city to come back to L.A., and I was carrying my bag through <clears throat> security, and all of a sudden everything shut down and they like shut down my lane and it was like this humongous issue they had police come like the flight attendants had to be removed and I was like what is going on in my carry-on and they took me in the back they were so rude to me they opened up my suitcase and they were like do you have a gun and I was like a gun no and they went through my bag and they pulled out this little tiny pocket gun and it was a lighter that I picked up at one of like the gift stores in whatever little city I was in at the time and I was like guys no it's a lighter and they were so that airport was so mad at me everybody waiting to get through was so mad at me I didn't even think about it until right now it's just a flamethrower yeah, it was just a lighter from, like, a little <laughs> gift short store. <laughs> Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. All right, coming up this hour, are naps actually bad for your health? 
We came across an article, a study that was released recently, and it sort of shook me because I am the type of guy who needs to go home and take a nap after work because yes. we get here really, really early. But could it be detrimental to my health? We actually have a sleep expert joining us from the University of Arizona this hour in about 13 minutes uh, to talk about the results of this study and to break it all down and to make sense of it all because, honey, I'm tired. Yeah, same. Um, so I need some good news. We've got What the Health coming up for you in just a little bit. I love naps. <clears throat> I would be so surprised if they said it wasn't good for your health. What? What's the perfect length of a nap for you? What do you like? Are you like a cat nap kind of girl, like 15, 20 minutes, or are you like an hour and a half? Yeah, like 30 minutes is good for me. Yeah, two hours here. Okay. I love a good long nap. I hear that. Like that deep sleep, what is it, REM or REM or oh, whatever yeah. they call it? Yeah. Yeah. I think REM. Is... I feel like that's where I get in 30 minutes, and I wake up drooling, and I'm like, oh, that was a good sleep. Good mm-hmm. for me. Okay. I like that. Wonderful. REM, REO, Speedwagon. I love all the REs. Love it. Every one of them. REI, a little bit weird. Don't like to go camping too much, but eh, not a bad place to shop. Yeah, that's okay. You think I'm weird. All right. It's time for some news on the beat. What do you have for us? All right. Well, uh, a disabled trans activist and author was canceled by a super woke mob after their job at defense contractor Lockheed Martin was revealed by a Twitter user. Uh, Anna Mardell, whose books have sold thousands, was first doxxed on July 30th as being employed at Lockheed's Fort Worth facility. In response to the allegations, Mardell did not deny that they worked at Lockheed. According to their Amazon profile, Mardell is Anna, the author of the Earthside series, the rewoven tales, novels, and many published short series. On Lockheed Martin's official website, the company says in its inclusive hiring section that it supports individuals with disabilities by providing reasonable accommodations to remove identified barriers that may arise in the completion of essential job functions. All right, another news. When a seat on the Urbandale School Board in Iowa opened unexpectedly last March, gay elementary school teacher Daniel Gutman was in. Gutman said his strategy was to reach voters by emphasizing his commitment to issues he felt people agreed on. Children should be safe in schools. Public money should support schools that are open to everyone. And library materials should not be censored. That caught the attention of Moms for Liberty, the far-right group that claims to advocate for parents' rights in schools while freaking out about students encouraging bisexuality in schools and LGBTQ suicide hotlines working to prevent suicide. As his campaign released policies, he noticed more people in his comments section on Facebook asking questions about unrelated issues, trying to provoke arguments. It became apparent that they were going to use some of those tactics of trolling people's social media to try and distract them and really divide folks by rehashing all the divisions that happened during the pandemic. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of... 91 in New York today, 84 in Los Angeles, 98 in Vegas, 106 in Palm Springs, 89 in Houston, 88 in Miami, 68 in San Francisco, uh, 82 in Buffalo, a high of 108 in La Quinta, and 101 in Dallas. Now give us a vibe of the day. Well, I'll give you a vibe in just a moment, but first I'm going to tell you about somebody else who is actually a vibe, and we're talking about Ben Platt. Uh, you want to go see him in concert? He's taking his uh, he's taking his tour nationwide. It's the largest North American tour he's ever done, and you could enter to win a chance to be there. Uh, here's what you could win: round trip airfare for two, a two night hotel stay, a $200 gift card, and two VIP passes to see Ben Platt in Orlando, October 6th. Head over to wearechannelq.com 
right now for your chance to win. Um, I will say this. This is my vibe of the day. Go get Michaela's single. Yeah, honey. Plug it for us again. Where can they get it? You can get it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Hands Off is available for you right now uh, off the upcoming album, Vivian. I'm so proud of it. And it's a bop. It's I'm a strong of, bop. I'm but proud a bop. of you. Thanks, honey. Love creative endeavors. Thank you, babe. I'm very proud of this one, so do go download it. Now, coming up uh, in What the Health are naps really bad for you or is it something that you should be doing uh we're all hoping here on the morning beat it's something that you should be doing because we love naps we Mm. wake up very early we need them we'll talk about it next call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. It's time for another round of What the Health. And ever since I read this article the other day, I have been losing a lot of sleep, which is exactly the opposite of what I need right now because these hours are ridiculous Mm -hmm. and I, I require sleep and naps. But as it turns out, naps might actually be bad for you. Here to help us make sense of all of this is uh, Michael Grandner, Ph.D., director of the Sleep and Health Research Program at the University of Arizona. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I want to ask you about this, and I'm just going to read the headline to you and get your take on this. Here's the headline. The headline is, is napping bad for you? New study links frequent naps to higher risk of stroke, high blood pressure. What's going on? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, you know, my general rule of thumb is the headline's a question. The answer is not yes. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and, uh, if, if it was, they would have led with that. So, so really what, what this is about is imagine a data set. This is from the UK where, where they have data on tens to hundreds of thousands of people where they have all kinds of health data on them. And we're and people are mining that data set to try and get insights into connections and in health that are sort of hard to, to disentangle. And one of the things they have is how often are you napping? How much napping are you doing? Um, and then just by just asking the question. And then they're also tracking what people's blood pressure are and do they get other kinds of cardiovascular disease. And what they found was 
people who said that they were napping more were more likely to develop um, heart disease and strokes and things like that. And the question is why? Um, my guess is it's not the fault of the naps themselves because we have lots of laboratory data that shows that when you take people and give them a nap, their brain function improves. They feel better. It's a good thing. Mm. So why would napping be associated in this way? And I think it's because um, think of who's doing more napping. In our culture, we're not a napping culture. So people who do more napping are more likely to, say, be sick or or have other health issues or not getting enough sleep at night or, or having poor quality sleep or some other sleep disorder like untreated sleep apnea or something, which leads them to be unable to stay awake during the day. Mm. And so naps, maybe it's that, you know, like, oh, they can't make it through the day. They need to take a nap or else they can't function. Or, or even they're nodding off on the couch at night, which that also is a nap because you're not sleeping in bed. Um, if you can't maintain consciousness, if you can't stay awake, um, something's up. Uh, and you should maybe look to see if maybe you're not getting good quality sleep. And maybe the answer isn't that napping is the problem. It's that napping is the signal Ooh. that something might be going on that's leading you to nap. If you're napping because you want to, because you enjoy it, because it refreshes you, I wouldn't worry about it too much. But if you're napping because you have to, because otherwise you just can't make it through the day, then I'd ask the question of, why not? Why can't you make it through the day? What's going on? Yeah, I feel like that makes sense. You know, all of us here at The Morning Beat, we kind of wake up between like 4 and 5 a.m., which feels like just <laughs> yeah. not a normal time to wake up. Your body never gets used to it. Even if we go to bed yeah. at a proper hour. So us here in this room, most of the time we'll go home and take like a 30-minute to an hour nap around like 11, 12. It feels good. Is that kind of the norm for people that wake up so early? Yeah, and that's actually what I would recommend for people. So there's a lot of people who maybe they work morning shows, but maybe it's just they're very light sensitive. And then as people get older, their clocks shift and they tend to wake up earlier anyway. So I get lots of people coming in saying like, oh, I, I wake up three, four, five in the morning and I, I need to sleep more. I can't go to bed earlier because my body doesn't want to go to sleep earlier. Mm. So it's not like I'm falling asleep on the couch. It's just, you know, that's too early. So I go to bed at a normal time, but I just don't have enough time in the night to sleep because my body wants to wake up at this time. So I, so usually my recommendation for those people is, and they're like, I'm dragging throughout the day. I'm like, well, why don't you just go back to bed? How about get a, get a, get a second shift of sleep in? Yeah. Maybe it's not a full night, another full half the night, but get a cycle or so in, uh, give yourself one to two hours. Um, sometimes even less than that is, is enough to just, finish the way i see it is is for some people they don't have enough gas they don't have a gas tank big enough to get them from one side of the night to the other sometimes people need to make a pit stop but i'm a pit stop kind of guy i I took a two-hour nap yesterday and i needed it because i i actually i actually did i went to an event on sunday night and then had to be at work monday morning i never do that (laughs) i am curious before we let you go you're an expert on this topic you know why why is it that some people are able to like my stepfather for instance he sleeps four or five hours a night every single night and he's wonderful I need eight yeah. hours at least. I need like eight, eight and a half hours every single night or I'm a disaster. How can some so people get away with question. that? That's a question. Yeah. So what we see at the population level is um, that people who are sleeping seven to eight hours are less likely to gain weight, less likely to have heart disease, less likely to have diabetes, less likely to have brain mm. issues, less likely to have mental health problems, less likely, but it doesn't mean everyone who sleeps then is fine and everyone who sleeps less is terrible. It's just, you know, there's probably a normal curve somewhere. And then it's also 
you know, four to five hours of sleep is probably not enough for most people for most things. For some people, you know, maybe they have a lifestyle that accommodates it. Some people actually, you know, they might be sleeping more than they think. Um, and, and maybe there's just, you know, there's a normal curve and some people might just need less. We're actually, you know, so that's actually funny you ask. That's part of the research that I'm doing is helping to disentangle what's the difference between a natural short sleeper and an impaired short sleeper. And what makes it hard is a lot of people who say they're natural short sleepers, when you start studying them, actually you find that there are impairments that they didn't notice, wow. but they just got used to. That like, well, they could have actually been better. It's just... Um, the other thing is there's an age issue too. So you mentioned you mentioned a parent. So as people get older, they actually get a little more resilient to sleep loss. Age isn't all all bad. Um, okay. As we get older, actually the link between lack of sleep and some of these outcomes gets even weaker. Um, and so people, there's actually sleep deprivation studies that show that older people actually overestimate how impaired they are and younger people dramatically underestimate how impaired they were. We're dramatic. Well, Dr. Michael it is. Granner, listen, this conversation <laughs> could go on and on and we appreciate you so yeah, much yeah, for, for sure, joining for sure. us. Thank you so much, PhD Director of the Sleep and Health Research Program at the University of Arizona. Please call us again soon and continue this really important conversation about health. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Beat. Channel Q. All right, this is a really fascinating conversation. What do you do when you're in a relationship with somebody and they're sort of just letting themselves go. That could be like their physical oh, appearance. Tough. They're just kind of like throwing in the towel. How do you deal with it? Well, one person wrote in uh, to an online help uh, to Dear Prudence recently and said, help, I can't believe my boyfriend is just letting himself go bald. Apparently the boyfriend is in his late 20s and starting to get a receding hairline uh, and starting to lose his hair. And he's made comments a few different times about being displeased with it, um, but sort of like accepting it is what it is, right? Has asked his partner a couple of times, should I do something about it? Well, the partner's kind of stuck. They're like, well, I say to him, if it will make you feel better about yourself, I fully support it. But I don't want it to sound like I'm not into you if you don't get it done and you have all of a sudden you go bald, right? Truth be told, though, they're not really into the person going bald. Like somebody in their 20s, like, you want a full head of hair. That's I, I understand that. What do you do, though? What do you do when your partner starts to, like, maybe let go a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. It's a very tough situation. And I feel like as much as you want to prepare for it, I think it's difficult if you guys have both been kind of keeping the pace and then one day your partner's just like, forget it. I will say I think that there are really – great ways to get what you want without insulting or hurting somebody <laughs> yeah. and sometimes making it a group project let's say your partner's gained some weight and it's kind of making you feel less attractive you can say hey babe why don't we cook some healthy meals together this week just to get some quality time or hey babe let's go do this really fun activity at the gym i mean let's go for a hike or you a walk say that together. to me after i've gained 10 pounds i'm gonna <laughs> slaughter you <laughs> Like, but I, do you know what I'm I, saying? No, I hear you. Because listen, you cannot go to your partner and be like, you're balding, you're fat. Like, talk about ruining your partner's life. Yeah. But I do also understand the sexual attractiveness. Because look, we can say all day that those things don't matter. To some, they do. Yeah. And no, it is true. I, I got liposuction six months ago. Well, you I'm know, so I, and, and, and luckily, a friend, of, a friend of mine worked with a really cool doctor in Beverly Hills. We were able to do a collaboration together, so it was like a little bit different situation. But I very much, you know, I had to go through it. I wore a compression garment for like a couple of months, and 
I remember bringing it to my then fiance at the time and being like, what do you think about this? Like, what are you, what are your thoughts? And he's like, well, I love you regardless, but I also know that it has bothered you that you put on some weight in your midsection. And even when you work out really, really hard and lose weight, you don't lose it there. And so I can see that that's a problem area for you. So if you want to do something about it, I fully support you. Right. This is also the same person who told me one time that I, I said, just hypothetically, we did a story, I think, on our show once about somebody who had come out to their wife or husband as trans and then did the full transition and they stayed happily married. It happens all the time, right? And I remember just hypothetically asking him at the time, like, what if I just decided, you know, one day, not decided, what if I came to the realization one day that I, I identify as female and I went to fully transition and he just kind of stared at me. I'm like, no, but what if I did do that? What what would you do? And he said, what do you mean, what would I do? I'm like, well, how would you react to that? He's like, I'd support you. I'm like, yeah, but you'd totally leave me, right? And he's like, why would I leave you? He's like, it makes me sad that you would think that I would leave you. Yeah. He's like, you would leave me? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And so, <laughs> you're like, like, well, now you're not going to leave me. Yeah. I mind's A little bit different. Listen, but... it's tough. I, I know. I feel like in relationships, I wish it could just be as, as happy as, like, it doesn't matter what they look like and we're growing free. But some people, they really, they do care. Well, because it's oftentimes an indicator of something else. If you're letting yourself completely go, like all of a sudden you don't care about your hair, your weight, your appearance. Yeah, maybe in there's any way. depression going on. Yes, that and then part. you can go to your partner that way. I always talk about couples counseling, the best, mm-hmm. personal counseling. And then if you want something like your partner to lose weight, make yourself a part of it. Don't say it. Don't Does be rude. It, they also make products for, for hair loss. Like it's 2022. Yeah. There are ways around it. Yeah, or you know what? You just shave your head. Go bald with your Solidarity. Partner. Got it. <laughs> Good morning, B. Channel Q. It's time for another round of What the Health with Dr. James Simmons. Dr. James, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Dr. James. <sighs> we were just together just the other night, uh, and I kind of brought up this topic to you, but I didn't want to get your take on it because I wanted to wait till we were live on the air. Uh, but there, there's this study that came out that shows uh, a link possibly between cognitive decline and ultra-processed food. The first thing that came to my mind was hot dogs. What is mm. this study? What do we need to know? Yeah, hot dogs. What you need to know is that hot dogs are not your friend. Oh, <laughs> I did Many different ways. I know I'm so sorry, right? And we're in the like the thick of summer and everyone's like barbecuing and doing all those things. So this is really interesting. There's actually a, a conference that just was happening this week, just ended the uh, 2022 Alzheimer's Conference, which was in San Diego. And these researchers from Brazil presented this study. It's not peer reviewed yet. Okay. So that's important to remember. It's also important to remember when we talk about studies, correlation does not equal causation. Okay. But what they did find was a correlation between people who ate higher amounts of ultra-processed food. So your cup of noodles, your hot dogs, AJ, fast food things, burgers and fries. Wait, wait, wait. Michaela eats cup of noodles, so don't just drag me. Let's right. just say Michaela as well yeah. for your ramen No, I'm noodles. just letting him finish. I've got words for Dr. <laughs> uh-huh. James. Uh-huh. I'm giving you your time, you. Dr. James Simmons, because I've got right, rebuttals. And, of course, I've never eaten anything ultra-processed. Ever. ever you know, <laughs> not, like, for breakfast today or anything. So uh, <laughs> people who eat ultra, uh, high amounts of ultra-processed foods had a 25 to 30% decline in their overall cognitive function. 
And why this is really important, right, we are still searching for sort of that holy grail of like what is the cause of Alzheimer's, but so many things in terms of cognitive decline, dementia, um, conditions like Alzheimer's, things like that are starting to point more and more towards these states of chronic inflammation. And when we're chronically inflamed in our whole body, which includes our brain, of course, we're finding that things like ultra-processed foods are causing us to be inflamed internally all the time, eating away at some of our vasculature, some of our nerves, and that may be contributing to why we have wow. this cognitive decline. Okay, I will say this, Dr. James Simmons. I've been on a cleanse now for one week, and a lot of people said like they really miss sugar on this cleanse. That's what they're craving. For me, I feel like I've literally been trying to detox like savory things. That's what I'm craving, like all of the things that you're talking about. Um, why do you think that is? Does it become sort of like an addiction to these overly processed foods? It, it does become an addiction, and sometimes it's a, an addiction that that's subconscious, right? That we don't even think about because these ultra processed. Oh, I knew what foods, I was doing. Yep, you, t- <laughs> you did. Job. Uh, Dr. Gordon, great job. So, ultra processed foods have these like oils, fats, sugars. Uh, starches, different like weird chemicals. They also have different like colored dyes and all these types of things in them. And they're so quick. They're so easy. They actually trigger similar um, neurotoxic chemical release in our brains as things like smoking and drugs. Wow. So we literally take a bite of that, those cup of noodles, Michaela, and you get a little rush in your brain as if you were a smoker, as if you were like just, you know, had a little bit of cocaine or like whatever, right? You get that same sensation. So we do, we do get addicted to these things. Mm-hmm. That is, some people would argue, by design, which uh, makes yes. these foods so well, craveable. We keep buying them. It keeps putting money which in Which is right why so pocket. many other countries around the world, a lot of these ingredients that are in our everyday food are completely illegal. Yeah, you know, I've traveled the world, and and the food is very, very different in most parts of the world than it is here in the United States, uh, in a good way, actually. Maybe it lacks a little bit of flavor sometimes, but what it lacks in flavor, it makes up for nutrition. Um, Mm -hmm. i got to ask, though, I'm never going to cut hot dogs out of my life completely. I don't Mm – I eat a couple a year, maybe – is there an amount that's still okay from time to time to indulge in a cup of noodles or a, or a processed hot dog? Great question. The people in the study were eating as much as, are you ready, 50 to 55% of their overall Whoa. diet with ultra-processed no food. which way. is these Now, this study was done in Brazil, right, uh, in a particular population. So hard to con- kind of extrapolate that to everyone, but that's actually a little bit less than the typical American diet. Ugh. Typical American diet is uh, uh, about 58% ultra-processed food. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty wild because there's, there's so many things we think are healthy for us, but they're ultra-processed. That kind bar, not, not putting kind on blast, but any of those bars, mm-hmm. things like that, almost all of them have some sort of crap in them that we shouldn't be eating. So long story short, try to get that underneath 25%. Try to cut it in half can really start to make a big difference. And I think what people will find is that we think it takes longer to make our food from scratch or just like cook a meal. But like if you take real food and you just cook it, it really actually doesn't take any longer than microwaving something that's ultra-processed. Well, thank you so much, Dr. James Simmons, for ruining everything. Uh, what the <laughs> health with you? Happy Friday. Just in time for the weekend. It's right. so great. I guess we'll get into <laughs> Tell Me Something Good since we have nothing better to talk about. Thank you. 
It's time for another round of What the Health with Dr. James Simmons. Dr. James, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Dr. James. <sighs> we were just together just the other night, uh, and I kind of brought up this topic to you, but I didn't want to get your take on it because I wanted to wait till we were live on the air. Uh, but uh -oh. there, there's this study that came out that shows uh, a link possibly between cognitive decline and ultra-processed food. The first thing that came to my mind was hot dogs. What is this study? What do we need to know? Yeah, hot dogs. What you need to know is that hot dogs are not your friend. Oh, <laughs> I did many different ways. I know I'm so sorry, right? And we're in the like the thick of summer and everyone's like barbecuing and doing all those things. So this is really interesting. There's actually a, a conference that just was happening this week, just ended the uh, 2022 Alzheimer's Conference, which was in San Diego. And these researchers from Brazil presented this study. It's not peer reviewed yet. Okay. So that's important to remember. It's also important to remember when we talk about studies, correlation does not equal causation. Okay. But what they did find was a correlation between people who ate higher amounts of ultra-processed food. So your cup of noodles, your hot dogs, AJ, fast food things, burgers wait, and fries. Wait, wait, wait. Michaela eats cup of noodles, so don't just drag me. Let's right. just say Michaela as well yeah. for your ramen No, I'm noodles. just letting him finish. I've got words for Dr. Uh -huh. James. Uh -huh. I'm giving you your time, you. Dr. James Simmons, because I've got right, rebuttals. And, of course, I've never eaten anything ultra-processed. Ever. ever you know, not, like, for breakfast today or anything. So uh, <laughs> people who eat ultra, uh, high amounts of ultra-processed foods had a 25 to 30 percent decline in their overall cognitive function. And why this is really important, right, we are still searching for sort of that holy grail of like, what is the cause of Alzheimer's? But so many things in terms of cognitive decline, dementia, um, conditions like Alzheimer's, things like that are starting to point more and more towards these states of chronic inflammation. And when we're chronically inflamed in our whole body, which includes our brain, of course, we're finding that things like ultra-processed foods are causing us to be inflamed internally all the time, eating away at some of our vasculature, some of our nerves, and that may be contributing to why we have wow. this cognitive decline. Okay, I will say this, Dr. James Simmons. I've been on a cleanse now for one week, and a lot of people said like they really miss sugar on this cleanse. That's what they're craving. For me, I feel like I've literally been trying to detox like savory things. That's what I'm craving, like all of the things that you're talking about. Um, why do you think that is? Does it become sort of like an addiction to these overly processed foods? It, it does become an addiction, and sometimes it's a, an addiction that that's subconscious, right, that we don't even think about. Because these ultra-processed foods— Oh, I knew what foods, I was doing. Yep, you, <laughs> you did. Excellent job. Uh, Dr. Gordon, great job. So ultra-processed foods have these, like, oils, fats, sugars, uh, starches, different, like, weird chemicals. They also have different, like, colored dyes and all these types of things in them. And they're so quick. They're so easy. They actually trigger similar um, neurotoxic chemical release in our brains as things like smoking and drugs. Wow. So we literally take a bite of that, those cup of noodles, Michaela, and you get a little rush in your brain as if you were a smoker, as if you were like just, you know, had a little bit of cocaine or like whatever, right? You get that same sensation. So we do, we do get addicted to these things. Mm -hmm. That is, some people would argue, by design, which uh, makes yes. these foods so well, craveable. We keep buying them. It keeps putting money in the Which is why so stock. many other countries around the world, a lot of these ingredients that are in our everyday food are completely illegal. 
yeah, you know, I've traveled the world, and, and the food is very, very different in most parts of the world than it is here in the United States, uh, in a good way, actually. Maybe it lacks a little bit of flavor sometimes, but what it lacks in flavor, it makes up for nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. I got to ask, though, I'm never going to cut hot dogs out of my life completely. I don't. Mm-hmm. I eat a couple a year, maybe. Is there an amount that's still okay from time to time to indulge in a cup of noodles or, or a processed hot dog? Great question. The people in the study were eating as much as, are you ready, 50 to 55% of their overall Whoa. diet with ultra-processed no food. which way. is these Now, this study was done in Brazil, right, uh, in a particular population. So hard to con- kind of extrapolate that to everyone, but that's actually a little bit less than the typical American diet. Ugh. Typical American diet is uh, uh, about 58% ultra-processed food. Really? Yeah, it's it's pretty wild because there's so many things we think are healthy for us, but they're ultra processed. That kind bar, not not putting kind on blast, but any of those bars, mm-hmm. things like that, almost all of them have some sort of crap in them that we shouldn't be eating. So long story short, try to get that underneath 25%. Try to cut it in half can really start to make a big difference. And I think what people will find is that we think it takes longer to make our food from scratch or just like cook a meal. But like if you take real food and you just cook it, it really actually doesn't take any longer than microwaving something that's ultra-processed. Well, thank you so much, Dr. James Simmons, for ruining everything. Uh, what the <laughs> health with you? Happy Friday. Just in time for the weekend. It's right. so great. I guess we'll get into <laughs> Tell Me Something Good since we have nothing better to talk about. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 